What up, though, everybody? So, this episode is split into two parts. One, we're getting to our community service thing we're doing for the month of December. And also, we're going to be discussing the importance of unspoken words, part two. All the things in between, the things that people are talking about in today's culture that we need to talk about. So, stay tuned, grab your popcorn. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all places the pods are casted. And you can actually find us at Check out the Mental Matters podcast, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, SoundCloud, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, welcome back. And most importantly, if you know, what up, though? What up, though? Drill. Yes, sir. We have some things to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I, I, I don't say this often, brother. But I want you to know that, brother, I love you, man. <laughs> love you too, man. <laughs> I love you too, man. I feel like I feel like this thing is lagging. It don't like me because I don't hear you. Where you at, man? You can't hear me. Step up to the mic, dude. Go ahead, do what you do. Can't hear me now. Ooh. Still can't hear me. I can hear you now. This thing okay. don't want to be great. Anyway. Okay. I can hear so, you clearly. I just want you to know, you know, you know I love you, man. Hey, sure. Yeah, I love you too, man. Like, this man show up for everybody. And I feel like I gotta get you a Christmas gift this year. Not that I don't every year, <laughs> but I already got you a Christmas gift. At least one of the two. You know? Okay. Man, I made sure okay. I hijacked your, your shirt size. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got a little something special from, from your boy this year. So it ain't Golden State nothing because we don't do that this okay. year. Detroit oh, boy. <laughs> I hear but, you. Um, we'll talk about a few things. I'm going to make this real quick. So shout out to my sis, Maya. She has a pair of these, but her goddaughter lost the lace locks. Yeah. So the only reason I got this pair is because she wanted a new pair of lace locks. These are the lace locks. If you know what shoes I'm talking about, then you're probably correct. Got a brand a brand new used pair. But <laughs> <laughs> these J Horizon joints, which love them. I was like, these are not brand new. Holy crap, they are new. They, you can hardly tell they touched earth like at right. all. Right. So that's dope. That ain't what we're talking about. Jarrell, this is the reason. Why I preface this with you are just like you my guy. I don't know what I did. <laughs> so these bad boys right here, right? Okay. I have already wore these probably like three times, maybe twice. <laughs> just these black taxi twelves are just like I wanted these all year. Everybody didn't like these. I was like, cool, keep that same energy come December third. And uh Let's just say these helped me bring in my fraternity's founders. They just perfectly, everybody looked at me like, oh, them the Alpha 12s. I'm the founders day 12. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> We're going to roll with it. Okay. Uh, those are all the shoot things I have to discuss, at least on my end. I feel like you bought at least five pairs since we last talked, but I ain't going to put you on full blast. I don't got my pairs next to me. I don't know if you want me to go get them or what. You know, listen, I ain't I ain't going to pressure you, dog. Just know that for next episode, that's, this segment's all you. You know okay. what I'm saying? 
right. We're gonna have at least one more episode this year because we gotta get into we gotta get into some, some New Year's intentions. We know we don't call them resolutions, we call them New Year's intentions because everything we intend on doing and mm-hmm. we may start today, but we'll fully get into that bag come in the next episode before the ball drops for 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm messing up saying it, so I know I'm messing up trying to write it. Uh, <laughs> she be scratching my head like our um like <laughs> the year of Jordan. That's what we're gonna call 2023 for a couple different reasons. One, it's number 23, and I feel like two, he turns 60. <laughs> Listen, I feel sorry for your pockets and what Gabby gonna do to you, bro. Because I already know you're gonna be swiping. He gonna be swiping, swiping, swiping. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to get it in. I'm gonna be responsible too, though. I already know the white cement three is coming home, bro. All right, I ain't even gonna, I ain't even gonna hold you up. But anyway. Uh-huh. We got some things to discuss, man. We'd be very remiss if we don't start here. Um, they say check on your strong friends. I hate that. Because I feel like people only say that when things happen. Yeah. This past week, we watched the news come out that one of my favorite um, TV shows, The Ellen Show, um, they lost a family member of their community. Um we lost a fellow black man in the community. Um, Stephen Boss, also known as Switch, the executive director, the executive producer, and the on-set DJ um, for the Ellen Show, um, was had reportedly um, took his own life um, this week. And we want to just give our condolences to the Boss family, the, the Ellen Show community, and those that. Um, were trauma bonded by the news. Um, I think I was in the, oh yeah, no, that's what I was doing. I will talk about that. But um, I was busy um, catering to a loved one this week um, for some things going on. Everything's good. But um, woke up, saw the news and I'm just like, why? You know what I'm saying? We, we often wonder why people go the permanent route of solving a temporary solution of, you know, managing their stresses and things of that nature when they can just simply, they should be able to simply talk to their ecosystems and work through the, whatever the things there are. But um, some people choose to take a permanent um to make a permanent decision for something that hopefully should be able to be solved after some temporary kind of tough conversations. Um, so I guess I'll preface this part of the conversation with whenever you hear news, especially of our own, of people who choose to, quite frankly, try to attempt to end their own life versus address their issues. Like, how does that, does that like, make you angry does it make you disappointed sad like how does the what is the concept of suicide if you will like how does that affect you it's, it's, it's always 
sadness and disappointment. Um, I would say like the first thing I think of, sadness and disappointment comes like as a very close first, but the first thing I think about is like, is there anything that like anybody could have said that could have flipped the coin in their head to make them think, you know, that that doesn't have to be a solution that's on the table, you know? Um, I don't know what's the right way to think about it. I don't know if there is a right way to think about it, but I know the first thing I think of is, dang, what could have anybody done or could anybody have been there, you know, to change the outcome? And then secondly, it's just always, you know, dang, like, you know, kids have to grow without a father or a mother now and, you know, family, holidays not going to be the same and it's always going to be like a cloud of potential like guilt and just sadness. Um with the people who have to live with, you know, the outcome of what happened. Um, but yeah, I feel like there is no right emotion to feel or, you know, I think the people who have to live with it, it's like, how do you, they have to find a solution on how to go on without feeling that guilt, you know, um, without feeling something that they did or something that they could have said. But I feel like that's the first at the same time, that's the first emotion that I think of. It's like, dang, what could I, what could I have done? You know. True. And I definitely empathize with that because, you know, I've had several people in my circle come to me as if I'm some sort of some sort of therapist, which is still kind of a I won't call it imposter syndrome situation. But I have to remember oftentimes that I chose to affiliate myself within the mental health space, you know, being an advocate for many people for mental wellness and being an ambassador for mental wellness and through Black Mental Wellness Corporation. Mm -hmm. um, and even being on several committees for like mental wellness, like activities, things of that nature within my fraternity. So, and that's not a bolster brag. But I literally chose to be in the mental health space simply because, one, I feel as if if we're going to talk about those things in our podcast space, then I have to have some level of insight to the community. But then, two, you know, as a person that struggled with um, fighting mental illness for myself, um, I realized that I had a very important duty to myself is that to make sure I'm the best husband, um, potential father figure. Um, to my community and to my family so um, for me every time I hear the concept of suicide be thrown out far as suicidal ideation or even when people post those simple things on their like Facebook statuses and stories I'm usually one of the first people to slide in DMs and be like hey yo you good you need to talk about it is there anything you need to talk about and I don't want to be intrusive but I do want to make sure that I'm helping make a difference or making yeah. you think differently. Yeah. Um, because I do not want suicide to be on the on the table right. for how to solve a mental health issue, mm -hmm. or how to cope with stress, or how to cope with anxiety, or how to cope with depression. Right. I don't want that to be on the table. I'd much rather you choose somebody in your ecosystem, even me, to just simply talk it out. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like. I'm going to go back and forth with you to talk out your issues because I'm not qualified to do that. And I got a couple of skills in my tool bag somewhere, but I keep them for me. I know how to use that for me. Mm -hmm. um, when I say talk about me, I want, I want to listen to you vent because 
like a pressure cooker, sometimes the best thing you can do is let a little steam out. A little bit of steam out, a lot of bit of steam out. So that way you're not feeling all this pressure within you to just explode. You know what I'm saying? So um again, those that battle with suicidal ideation, those that have attempted um, you know, self-harm to the extent of fatality, um, those that have tried and failed. Anybody that ever had it on their mind, I want you to know that um, you are more than your toughest day. And I think we said that a couple of times, especially during the month of September with it being Suicide Awareness Month. But I want you to realize that you're more than your toughest day. And, you know, if you could just make it through the day, there's a tomorrow. And there's the tomorrow for somebody that needs you as well. Primarily that person is you. You need you. Um. So that's just one thing, one way to look at it. I know we may have a ton of views and things from our community that may have some feedback about uh, suicide, things of that nature. Shout out to the, uh, we did a uh, very, very like seldom check in with the community and over, you know, there was a basically a tweet that went out, especially like, you know, to all our cousins. You know, there's a mental health check-in. We're losing too many of our own. So drop mm-hmm. a fist if you're still here rocking with the with the community. Mm-hmm. We got some love. And it just proves to show how widespread this mental matters community really is. And that's why last episode was very important about unspoken words. Because sometimes on unspoken words turn into um, fatal actions. And I'd much rather you talk about it here than not talk about it and leave here. Um. So hopefully that resonates with someone. Um, I know we got a lot of content to get through today, but I do want to make sure that I give love and light to those who have um, experienced loss this year, especially those who have decided that suicide may have been the way out. And um, if you have tried and failed and still here rocking with us, hope that you, but listening to this, it's just the reason you're supposed to hear this. So um, again, you are more than your toughest day. Let's move on. Because I need to get into some fun things. I need to get into some cool things. And the first thing I think of, it was almost 300 days since WNBA legend Brittany Griner was detained in Russia for a vape pen. A vape pen. First off, I know so many people out here, if they went to Russia right now, they also, too, will likely have tried to be detained for almost 300 days because of a vape pen. People vape. That's what people do. Like, it's, I don't do it. I don't get it. I don't understand the reason behind it. But people do it, and that's fine. Shout out to Brittany Griner being able to be swapped, to have a prison swap, prisoner swap, if you will. Um, the Russian government and the United States government arranged a deal so that a a, a specialized weapons dealer <laughs> dealer out of <laughs> Russia can be exchanged for a WNBA legend. Yeah. I think it was a political move, but I don't care about politics because they're stupid. Um, Jarrell, how do you feel about Brittany Griner finally becoming free after 300 days? 
was excited to hear that. I think I, when I saw it, it was like very early in the morning. It was already like 7.30, 7.45, and I just logged into uh, my work computer. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I go to like Yahoo News or something like that, one of those news, uh, Google News or something like that, and I just see that as like the headline. And I'm like, oh, wow. Then I go on Facebook, and then I see people, you know, posting about it. So I'm like, okay, like this, this is really true. So I was, I was excited to hear that it had come to a conclusion because it had just been – it was ridiculous. Like, I felt like it was something that was unjustified. I know you're on foreign soil and all that type of stuff like that or whatnot, but I mean, we know that like black people are unjustly <clears throat> held for things that other people wouldn't be held for. So um, I was glad to see it come to an end. Um, the pictures are kind of like disturbing to see that, you know, she had to get her hair cut off while she was over there and no, it was, it was, but I was just happy to see that she was actually on her way home. You didn't know why she cut her hair, right? I thought they forced her to cut her hair. Well, there are speculations of that. There's also speculations of whenever she goes to wash up and wash her hair, because mm-hmm. or or just simply exist over there, that it's so cold in Russia that her hair was freezing up and it was becoming oh, wow. a hassle. And so I think she had just cut it a couple weeks prior mm-hmm. to her release. Okay. Like she literally just cut her hair, bro, like <laughs> two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever the hell it was. So to me, that was wild because it's like you cut the locks. Yeah. First yeah. off, anybody that cut their locks, I don't feel like I gotta have a conversation. <laughs> like I feel like this is a journey. The lock mm-hmm. journey is a journey. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jarrell, who's about to jump into <laughs> Lock Nation. Yes, Not sir. Rock Nation. You about to jump into Lock Nation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm an influence on the culture for those that decide mm-hmm. to get locks. It's been so many people that chose mm-hmm. this path after I did. I should be like, I know that has something to do with me. So, Drill, yeah. welcome to not Rock Nation. Welcome to Lock Nation. <laughs> I feel like it's an Instagram page, but I'm just going to claim that right now. <laughs> um, but back on a serious note, shout out to BG being free. Shout out to her wife um, being able to embrace her in time for the holiday season Mm -hmm. i know they have some things to work through mentally spiritually and you know fix some of those things but i wish her the best mental wellness and i've seen a news alert that bg is coming for heads in 2023 and throwing (laughs) that number three jersey back on Mm -hmm. she coming for y'all so she coming to play some basketball okay Mm -hmm. she won't the NBA, WNBA title again. You ready? <laughs> so, wishing the Phoenix Mercury all the success in the world. I talked about getting season tickets, and I realized I have no tickets to season because <laughs> there's no team here in the Detroit area. But um, I would like to go to a nearby uh, WNBA arena to go watch WNBA play because why not? Sometimes they games be better than some of the NBA games, and that's just real. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Can't wait to see her back on the court. And uh, I wish BG all the best mental wellness, things of that nature, going into 2023. Mm-hmm. Let's move segue into some more of the things. I feel like there's something we should discuss. But the only issue is my brain is lost. And I cannot remember what that thing is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's what I want to make sure I discuss. So in a 
in the old to my homie Trevor Noah of the Daily Show. Not mm-hmm. that I know him. We are not homies. That they don't know me. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to black women. Trevor Noah gave a very, very sincere walk-off speech, if you will, as he ended his run as the host of The Daily Show. Um, You know, he had everything to do with um, just giving Black women their kudos for making this community as great as it is today. Um, Mm -hmm. From helping uh, officiate and coordinate elections to just giving great directorial advice on certain things i believe for his program um give him and gave him insight for a lot of the topics he discussed um for the black women in our lives that literally help us from <laughs> spending our uh spending <laughs> our mortgage money on the latest pair of joys to come out um <laughs> just in all the great things that they also do for the community especially for us as black men mm-hmm. if you're married to a melanin queen or not are we finally going to admit that black women rule the world? I, I think, think about time. <laughs> if it isn't, if it hasn't been already, and people, you know, what I'm saying like, let's not be in denial. Like there are great people that help run this world, but I think the highest on the totem pole, the totem pole, is definitely the black women. There have been so many instances. In which I've gotten some of my sound advice, et cetera. Even some of the curating for this podcast episode. Um, just from watching examples of our network homies um over at the Millinated Budget, and especially to our pod sisters at She Too Stem. Um listen, they might be the model of what a black women podcast should be like when it comes to STEM. I'm just saying, I'm just gonna just gonna throw that out there. You know, I'm gonna lob that up. You catch it. <laughs> you know, the ladies is doing their thing. I love that trio. Um, for unbiased reasons, it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm married to one, but mm-hmm. it has everything to do with the fact that I recognize greatness when I see it. So, uh, just shout out to Black women. Shout out to Trevor Noah for his run as host of the Daily Show. Um, I wish him all the best in his next steps and his journey, and um. You know, it's about time to give them kudos to the black women. So we love y'all and we appreciate y'all. Thanks for making this world great. And don't stop because some people are trash. Keep keep going. Keep pushing. Right. They don't appreciate your greatness. Let me tell you something. They fought. <laughs> I realize it. That's why I married one time. She's amazing. Um, I say the same thing. I couldn't imagine it. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. They say it's a man's world, but uh he admitted in that song that uh woman got everything to do with that big dog. Right. <laughs> so um you don't have to be married to one to realize that mm-hmm. two things can be true at the same time. Right. Um two things can be true at the same time, Jarrell. Okay. Two things can be true at the same time. That was the last thing that we need to discuss here on this advocacy for Black men across the world. <laughs> um, so there was some news that broke a couple weeks ago. It's about one of my favorite HBCU stories in recent history. Mm-hmm. Outside of my guy sister going off to Howard and now uh, her second year toward her um, bachelor's degree. 
um, on top of standing with Bennett, in which I still got my T-shirt. I still rock to this day. Mm -hmm. um, Bennett College is the women's college um, that had to deal with accreditation issues. So they had a global fundraiser in which organizations, MPHC organizations, other Black supporting organizations, other organizations in general, mm -hmm. all donated to Bennett College to make sure they re retain and obtain their accreditation to maintain its not only HBC, not necessarily its HBCU status, but its accreditation status to be a college university where people can get degrees from. But we're going to talk about prime. And I say this to say, let's start with the fact that two things can be true at the same time. Rich, what are you talking about? It's quite simple. A lot of people, a lot of y'all is butthurt. <laughs> a lot of y'all was butthurt <laughs> when Coach Prime made his announcement that he was going to uh, Colorado, the Colts to Colorado football team. Which means he left behind young black men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those that have been under a rock, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, NFL Hall of Famer, I believe the multifaceted uh, sports athlete. I believe he played in both the NFL and the Major League Baseball Association. Right. Um, he recently announced that after a two-year run at Jackson State um, in Mississippi that mm -hmm. he would of le leading that football team to two consecutive um, SWAT championships, if you will. Um, a all but two loss record <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as a two-year football coach at that university, um, helping build up young black men who went on to, you know, just live their best overall college life to be the standard of HBCU football, to make us pay attention to football instead of the halftime shows. Um, recently took a head coach job in which was a opportunity for him to excel at mm -hmm. the University of Colorado. Um, coaching their football team who had a very, very dismal record this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think they had less than 10 wins, if not sure. less than five wins <laughs> that season. So, Drew, yeah. how do you feel about Coach Prime? Do you think he's a sellout for leaving, or do you think it was a great opportunity and he had to do it? Because I got some more insight information why he made that swap, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you jump in this thing first. I already kind of gave my teeth. No, so at first, um, I was I was sad and disappointed by the news. Um, I never, you know, got to the point where other people were calling him a sellout and you know he had disgraced and he betrayed the black HBCU community. And I, I was never that far in with it. My disappointment was just because um, I made a Facebook post about it. I, I when he came to Jackson State and he had his press conference and after them winning, you know, like you said, their conference for two consecutive seasons, it was kind of just like man, I wonder, like, what is he going to do next? You know, like, what is he going to do next there? You know, um, I felt like it was some unfinished <laughs> business um, still on the table, if you will. Um, but then I had to come to realize that that was my own expectation and that was my own type of hope that I had. And we're all, you know, human beings. We all have our own expectations. We all have our own benchmarks that we want to achieve. So um, if he felt that, he had done everything that he can um, at, at that position. 
And of course, it'll stop him to leave and, and go achieve what he has thought out to do next. Um, and and the, the good thing about it, um, what I was taught when I first started like working and when I had internships and things like that is that people always said you leave your job better than when you found it. And that's exactly what he did for um, HBCU athletics and just Jackson State as a whole. Um, he left it in a better position than what it was five years ago um, or even when he came two years ago. So um, definitely see no fault and him and his decision. Um, but at the same time, like you said, two things could be true. You know, I'm still kind of, you know, so I just, I just want, you know, HBCU athletics to continue to, you know, thrive as they were when he was there and, and get that same uh, notoriety and, and, and be in the publications, and still have ESPN cover them, all that good stuff. So, um, but but that, that's how I felt about it. Yeah, I was kind of, you know, disappointed at first, but now I see, you know, and realization that my expectations are not his expectations. So, you know what I felt like people did. What's that? I felt as if people turned their disappointment into hate speech. Very true. And I say that because, like we talked, like we just said, two things can absolutely be true at the same time. You can actually be happy for somebody to excel at their own like profession. And to get what's, what they deserve, obviously mm-hmm. what they've earned. Mm-hmm. And you can be sad to see them go. Yeah. Um, and I feel as if many people took that, uh, they took that news as disappointment to them personally. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like he let down the culture by leaving and going to a predominantly white institution. Yeah. Or PWI. Um, but you got to remember a couple different things. One, <laughs> he's not a sellout for money. Right. Got pretty, money. <laughs> I don't know what his bank account statements say, mm-hmm. but I can almost guarantee that man ain't out here chasing no bads these days. It is news that NFL retirees or you know, NFL retirees tend to not be as well off as certain people, depending on their status. But Deion Sanders, yeah, he's still, making, he's still making Nike money off them turfs, right? So listen, yeah. <laughs> come on, dog. Let's let's not have that. Let, come on, dog. Don't be stupid. He had the like, athletic joint too. Uh, Nick Saban, they got the athletic commercial, so he he got he got his checks coming in. Right, Prime got his. You know, he probably making money off social media as well. Yeah. You got a certain status, et cetera. Your stuff give me X amount of views of that and YouTube, et cetera. You get mm-hmm. no streams. Um, <laughs> Deion Sanders is going to be A-OK when it comes to money. Now, I do believe that has – I don't know the exact numbers. This is what I heard, that I think at Jackson State he was making $300,000 a year versus $5 million a year as his new contract with the University of Colorado. So it's <laughs> like, regardless of what the numbers say, there's that – there's not necessarily being a shadow over his his young uh his, his young uh kids going mm-hmm. to Jackson State. Um and you know that whole thing. I believe he took one of his sons with him to play on the football team, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, him leaving does not make him a sellout. And just because you're angry or disappointed that another black man is actually achieving something and decide to move on and make it better for themselves. I get why you would say he's a sellout because 
you know, you ran at the first op- the first opportunity that we know of and have been privy to in 2022 mm-hmm. social media round um, mm-hmm. of him dipping out and going to another university that has way more money in the program. But there was reports of like people stealing money at the university at the uh, at Jackson State, which is a common uh, situation, if I'm not mistaken, um, at some sports programs across the globe, even. Um, I believe there was news of um, security issues on the campus. He had to worry mm-hmm. about that often. Right. I'm pretty sure as a father to young college students there, being of his stature and his level of fame, he had to deal with some hate conversations, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, with every level of success, there's going to be some hate. Um, but <laughs> I mm-hmm. I just don't understand why people hate on a guy like you know, let, let that listen. Yeah. What J. Cole said it best. What you eat don't make me hip. He said that. And then mm-hmm. who are you here? I ain't getting a lot of lyrics. But <laughs> <laughs> like it should not affect you in your day-to-day life. You know what I'm saying? You can be sad and disappointed that he left and be happy for him and his opportunity. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being, oh, he left. Why he do that? Man, he is so that's how I feel like it went. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that was the traject tra- tra- trajectory of that conversation. It was like he did that. Why he leave? I bet I know why. He a sellout. That's why. You know how we get to talking in the barbershops, et cetera. <clears throat> Automatically call somebody not the greatest, and all of a sudden, nah, nah, he probably wasn't a great football player, nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, great, yeah, man, barber the shop talk, man, the barbershop talk. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta do better, man. Mm-hmm. But then let's tie it. Let's tie some of these these loops together. We, we we talk about these things in our circles. We talk about these things in the comments, et cetera. And then we wonder why people have mental health issues. Y'all weren't ready for that twist. Very true. We talk about people being sellouts, et cetera, and this, that, and third, blah, 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 blah. Or like BG free, why we ain't feel, why we ain't free Paul Whalen? Yeah. Like, but then y'all wonder... Why people like Twitch, things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, have mental health issues. And I'm not to say these things are related. I'm not right. saying that. Right. But we do such a bad job, I think, within our community just supporting our own and giving love to our own. But then mm-hmm. we get shocked when we get they got mental health issues. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, because the community that they're supposed to be able to trust in is trash. That's why everybody shouldn't be in your ecosystem. That's why sometimes when things happen, you're not getting a phone call from me. You're not getting a text from me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not checking in with y'all. Jarrell, the same thing. I know there's some people that you just be like, oh, they coming over. Energy whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, I, sometimes I can't be around energy that's whack. Like, I literally had to leave a couple of different spaces within the last couple of days just because the energy was whack. Not because they were personally disrespecting me to my face. You know, perceived anyway. But the energy got whack. And I'm like, well, that don't serve me. I'm out here. Um, you know what I'm saying? If it compromises my peace of mind, my mental wellness, I'm gone. Right. I'm a body that big dog. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. To, I I ain't got nothing to say. I ain't got nothing for you. I'm good, and I'm trying to find this thing because I think I shared it yesterday. But Will Smith said this thing best. He literally was like. If it affects my peace of mind, I'm gone. You know, and that's 
That's why yesterday I sat to myself. I watched some movies. You know, I, here it is. This point in my life, if I catch one bad vibe, I'm out. That's it. That's it. Said by the OG prophet Will Smith. The, should he have smacked Chris Rock? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, you also don't know what type of day he was having. I feel like it was a mental health break. Um, but anyway, if it don't serve you, it's okay to dip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's not okay to not talk about it. I feel as if if you're going through certain things like we do here on this platform, like we do outside of recording on these episodes. Um, I think I even reached out to you recently and was just like, is it wrong to feel this way right now in this space? He was like, uh, absolutely, it's okay. Like, you can feel that. Um, but we must, fellas. Listen up, ladies and honeys, with your hair done. Pull up a chair, hun. And listen, go grab whoever needs to hear this. You ready? All right, you bet. If you thinking something, you feeling something, say what it is you feeling. Let's start there. Y'all can apply that too. That's fine. But also get that to the man in your life, the young boys, the nephews, the sons, the, the hubbies, the boyfriends, the toxic exes. Yeah. Just, just send this clip to him. Don't 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 sit next to him. He probably toxic. <laughs> Uncles, etc., the, the the OGs in your family, the fathers, whoever they are, they are, they need to hear that. Fellas, if you are living, if you are going through something, you are thinking those thoughts. Acknowledge what it is. Say it. Mm-hmm. You know, this ties back into our last episode. We talk about unspoken words. Unspoken words are best spoken. I don't think we got to get into that bag. Mm-hmm. But unspoken words are best spoken. Okay. Yeah. You tell me an instance when they not. I can't like, think of one. I, I can think of a couple of reasons why you would probably want to hide those unspoken words. Like mm-hmm. if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. But you probably still said it. Yeah. Even if it was in your head. But don't hold on to certain things if you don't, if it's going to damage you inside. You know what I'm saying? It's like. I can't think of what it's like, but what I can say is everything you shouldn't hold, have to hold on to. You shouldn't have to hold on to unspoken words that may damage you. That's toxic. That's toxic behavior. We, we getting rid of that. So that's my advice for the people, man. That is my advice for the people. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think I got nothing else. I'm, I'm 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 like I think that we touched on a lot of things that need to be discussed. It is the Christmas holiday and I am so glad to be partnering with Kicks for Kids Foundation. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have the executive director here on our podcast today and um I'm excited for what we will be able to present to these young kids and uh, how we will make an impact in community. I know we've always talked about how do we impact the community, just being a podcast network, being part of a podcast network and being a part of this um, Mental Matters podcast family. So listen, I love giving during the holidays. It just, it's good. (laughs) Giving is good for my mental health. 
You know what I'm saying? Not only is talking with you on a weekly by weekly basis on the podcast or just kicking it with you outside of these spaces, but um, not only is getting dope shoes like this good for my mental illness, because let me tell you, <laughs> Jesus, buttery. Um, people don't like the suede on this, which is they came out with like three of the pair, three of the pairs like this before this. Shut your mouth. Um, it's good for my mental illness, especially be able to give during the holiday season. And uh, I'm just glad to be able to do so. So if y'all are interested in donating, supporting the inaugural, you should see what I did there. The inaugural donation drive by the Mental Matters Podcast. Um, please reach out to us at mentalmatterspodcast at gmail.com. You can go straight to our link tree and our Instagram bio. You can find ways to donate to the podcast network called By Demand LLC or Thought or TVD Media. Or, and then when you donate, please note that it's for Kicks for Kids Foundation um, for the donation drive. And you can also purchase items straight from our Amazon wish list, which is also in our link tree. There's a button for that as well. All items will be purchased through Amazon and shipped directly to our network. And we will get those items to the community that needs them, in this case, foster kids throughout the Metro Detroit area. So, Jarrell. Yep. What, what else is going on, man? Every, everything else going What else, man? I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think we covered everything. I guess my final words is just to be, you know, coming up on holiday season, uh, continue to just love on one another. And uh, as we always stay, stay hydrated. Um, make okay, sure y'all pack man. y'all coats. Yeah. Make sure y'all pack y'all coats because, you know, the snow is looking like it's going to come down. So uh, stay warm, stay hydrated, and uh, just keep spreading love. Keep spreading that love, man. Um, all I know is we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all been rocking with us all year round, all last four years. Mm-hmm. And we are still going to be rocking from 2023. Um, unless uh, Thanos come back and start like <laughs> shooting arrows at the sun or like trying to smash the sun ball in the sky. Um, we intend to still be in this thing until the sun, the sun starts shining blue. If you don't know where that's from, go look up that uh, lyrical uh, <laughs> that lyrical reference and that's y'all homework. Damn it. Um, with that being said, we ain't got nothing else, but make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever your pods are casted that you find us at. That's where we at. I cannot account for them all, but I at least know those are those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, most importantly, just remember, make sure you love on your loved ones. Um, give love this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Listen to all the soulful uh, Santa things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every black holiday song and if it don't start with in my mind and you don't hear Donnie hollering in the background right. that ain't the Christmas party y'all need to be at so dip out of there <laughs> um, we love you guys we appreciate y'all and most importantly remember that life is short go to therapy and please buy the shoes because you're going to regret it this holiday season if you don't them sales is going to end and um, again it's your boy Rich Jarrell, the Mental Matter Spot, signing off. Make sure you listen to this interview we have with the executive director of Kicks for Kids Foundation, Wakanda Forever, as Jarrell just alluded to. And uh, 
Yeah. Stay warm. Wear the boots. We out. Bye. Yeah.